Here we are, folks. We are live. It is Wednesday, June 2nd, and the storm has arrived. If you're listening to what's going on around the world, things are heating up everywhere in a lot of different ways. We're going to talk about some of those today. We're going to talk about how to help you get by, survive what's coming so that you can prosper. Anytime there is challenges, there is always opportunity. And and we cover a lot of topics on here every day, but I think now is the time to stock, to stop not thinking and start thinking about what is going on around us because it is it is it is just growing. So the storm has arrived. I'll get to that in a minute. We start every program every day with prayers for everybody in the world that is or will be affected by this COVID-19, China virus, whatever you want to call it, in some way or another. The number I heard yesterday was three and a half million people around the world by their numbers have died from this COVID vaccine virus. So we want to be aware of that. So our prayers go out for everybody. We also pray for those, especially who have lost loved ones during this period. And we pray for those that have been lost, that the Lord would open his arms and gather them into his kingdom above. In Jesus' name, we pray. The uniqueness of today is, is the word today is expectation. What a word for today. What is your expectation of the future? A strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. A belief that someone will or should achieve something. Earl Nightingale, our environment, the world in which we live and work, is a mirror of our attitudes and expectations. Do you ever feel discouraged like the whole world is collapsing? There are a lot of crazy things going on around the world right now. If you pay attention to the headlines, and I always want to encourage you to do your own research. There is so much information out there. Some of it is true. Some of it is untrue. Some of it is in between. Uh, Remember, people use headlines sometimes to change the way people think. The title of my headline today was The Storm Has Arrived. You know, for a while with the interest rates as low as they've been, and and now they're talking about our our, uh, head of the reserve in in the U.S., Janet Yellen. For a while there, she said, inflation is not a problem, not a problem. And it's always in the words because a week ago, she said that inflation was potentially going to be a problem. Watch the 10-year Treasury yield. It's 1.62 as of today was the Treasury yield, but a month or so ago, it was 0.98 a few months ago. So how big of an increase? Is that a 50% increase at at this moment in time or a 60% increase? So I, I don't know. You have to look at the relationship of the numbers to determine what's going on with those words. In, in the book, Living Above the Level of Mediocrity, it's really what we're all about. And today's 
This is chapter two. It says it involves another kingdom. Now, what do you mean by that? Involves another kingdom. The demon in money is greed. Nothing can destroy humans being like uh, human beings like the passion for the process. The demon in sex is lust. True sexuality leads to humanness, but lust leads to depersonalization. Lust captivates rather than emancipates. The demon in power is pride. True power has its aim to set people free, whereas pride is determined to dominate. Paying attention to the government and the elite politicians and everything that they're doing to dominate our lives in some way or another. Then toward the end of this book, as he returns to the subject of power, Foster concludes, Power destroys relationships. Lifelong friends can turn into mortal enemies the moment the vice presidency of a company is at stake. Climb, push, shove is at the language of power. Nothing cuts us off from each other like power. Power's ability to destroy human relationships is written across the face of humanity. Interesting, when we talk about things, you know, there is so much misinformation and lies. This book that I'm following right now called Busting the Life Insurance Lies by Kim Butler. She's a very good personal friend of mine. I'm part of an organization called Prosperity Economics Movement, which is the purpose of providing verifiable, true education to people. You know, when we look at what's going on, and, and the chapter today is life insurance is like all insurance, a necessary evil. Uh, you, you know, we've all heard that. What, what do you mean necessary evil? Yeah, 99% of all life insurance might fall into that category. Remember we talked yesterday about the difference between companies that are of allegiance to stockholders versus the few companies less than 1% of all the life insurance companies that are mutual dividend paying life insurance companies and they owe their allegiance to the policyholders. Obviously there is profit in these types of companies. Otherwise there wouldn't be 800 plus corporations out there in the insurance business. I believe it is the most profitable kind of business that exists. That goes back to the 80s and 90s when a lot of the big, big mutual insurance companies, because of the greed and the pride of the president and the upper levels of management, they wanted to demutualize the companies. John Hancock, one of those companies, was a big 100-year-old mutual company. They demutualized. Before the, the company demutualized, the president of that company made about 400000 a year. This is a Wall Street Journal article from back in 1988 or 89, I have that article. And a year later, after they demutualized, his annual income was $20 million. I think that was some incentive to convince everybody that it was good to demutualize the company. It was the greatest theft of policyholder money in the history of finance. Tom's opinion. Prudential, Metropolitan, John Hancock, and dozens of other great mutual insurance companies demutualized 
and took control of everybody's money. Oh yeah, they gave them stock in the new company and, and I received some cash from one of the companies. But, but remember the policy holders are the people that put up the money to create the company in the first place. I don't believe there is any way possible that they could have come up with a value that was fair and equitable to policyholders at that time. So I look at all this stuff going on and, and I think, well, well, you know, these are so-called smart people. Well, here's a story for you from the smartest people in the world. There is a group, they are referred to and they are called the Club of Rome. They were created in 1978, I think. I'm sorry, 1968. 1968 is when they were created. And they were a group of so-called smart people, the smartest people on the earth. One of them was Stephen Hawkins, and I don't know if you remember him, he was the paraplegic guy that, that he was believed a few years before he passed away that he was the smartest man on the planet. Being part of this group, their mission statement was to look at all of the natural resources of the world and where the world was going and make some kind of prediction of what might happen. And their very first prediction they made in 1968 was that the world was gonna run out of crude oil by 1993. Now, I'm not gonna go into all the details of that, but you know what? There was a book written about 1992 93. It was called, the title of the book was The Great Reckoning of 1993. It was written by a guy named Thurman and Rees-Mogg. These two guys were both economists in Europe and wrote this book about what was going to happen to the world when it ran out of oil. Well, obviously the world didn't run out of oil. The smartest people in the world took away the unbelievable expectation that there is more to be discovered. They, they discredited anything new in their thinking. Anything new would come along when in history, a written book, a book written by Paul Zane Pilzer called The Unlimited Wealth, God Wants You to Be Rich is the subtitle. Great book, you need to get it and read it. Paul Zane Pilzer's theory as he worked on his PhD and his master's in economics was the theory of unlimited wealth. And he called his theory economic alchemy. And he started his story back in, in a thousand years ago where the whole concept of chemistry was born by the monks in Europe who were trying to chemically create gold. That was what it was. And in that process, they discovered the concept of chemistry and the chemistry that we have today. That was the origin origination of chemistry. Was the monks, the Christian monks in the world, in Europe were trying to figure out how to chemically create gold because of the value of gold. So back to our story. Now, 1969, OPEC was formed. Wonder where they got the idea of that? Well, there was a guy in South America named Perez, I assume. And he was a world oil broker and he knew these people in Texas 
that were in charge of and headed up the Texas Railroad Commission. Google it, it's there. Do a search and do some research. The Texas Railroad Commission monitors the production and delivery of oil and gas and natural minerals in the United States. This Perez guy knew the Arabs in Saudi Arabia, which at that time it was believed that 85% of all the oil in the world was under the sands of Saudi Arabia. And at that time, this guy in South America, he went to the Arabs and said, boy, you guys ought to know what these Texas Railroad Commission guys do. And if you did that, imagine what you could make, what you could do to the price of crude oil. Well, in 1969, crude oil was $1.23 a barrel. Three years later, it was $12 a barrel. That's a 1,000% increase in three years. Could you believe that? True story. Do some research. When the smartest people of the world try to figure things out, for our future and make decisions about you and I and our future, they are never right. They are never right. I'm probably, this presentation today, I'm probably gonna lose some followers, but maybe I'll gain some followers at the same time because this is so important to get this message out to people. The financial storm is here. Inflation is going to start taking control of things. I mean, try to buy a house lately. Yet the lumber has gone up by a thousand percent. Now we've got people that are hacking. They shut down the pipeline on the East Coast. Now we have oil or gasoline at the pumps. Three going to be four or five dollars in the not too distant future, I believe. And now they shut down 25% of all the meat packing plants in America, so there's going to be a shortage of meat. I, I don't understand this stuff on what's going on, where we have politicians right now are, are got their head up their butt. They need to bend over, grab their ears, and pull their head out of their rear end. It's that simple. Because they are not working in our best interest in any way, shape, or form. I'm on here every day at noon, Monday through Friday, and sometimes on the weekend, post some things. And I just want to make sure that you are fully aware of what is going on. I will send you to the information. Do the research for yourself. That's really what it's about. Let me end today with, with a great quote. We have some quotes today. And, and the quotes today are from Thomas Jefferson. The government is the strongest of which every man feels a part. Nothing can stop the man with the right mental attitude from achieving his goal. Nothing on earth can help a man with the wrong mental attitude. We've talked about this, folks. The attitude is the most important thing. You have to have an attitude of gratitude an attitude of belief in yourself. There is not a truth existing which I fear or would wish unknown to the whole world. Whenever you do a thing, act as if all the world were watching. When you reach the end of your rope, tie a knot in it 
and hang on. I'm going to close for there today, folks. I'll be back tomorrow with some more great, unbelievable information in changing the world as we see it today. God bless. Get my new book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. Get it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, any of the big booksellers. You can get it by going to cfo-project.com. There it is right up there, cfo-project.com. Put in your name and email address. You'll get a link instantly that'll give you the ability to download the book cover to cover. Look for the new book coming, The Financial Mastery Coaching Blueprint. It is ready to be put out, so it will be launched here in the next few days. God bless. We'll see you here tomorrow at noon. Again, my prayers for everybody.